This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, bro? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld We have an exciting episode Happy Tuesday night or Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this. Um, (laughs) Hope you guys are a few wine glasses deep. Oh my gosh. I wish I were a few wine glasses deep right now. Honestly, after that Roni episode, I could have used it. I know it's like every episode. I just like Ebony more and more. It's kind of like weird. I like, I will say like, I tend to be, I like to be a little conservative with how I evaluate a new housewife. You know, you don't want to like blow someone up too fast. I honestly think that happened a little bit with Leah last season. I think the praise was a little too, too much too soon. Um, Mm. But I think Ebony is having a great season so far. I like that she is bringing a really new energy to the group. And I think she's doing a great job of, being true to herself and, you know, like bringing up these issues and these conversations that (laughs) are important to her, but also like the way she can have fun with these women when she's allowed to, is also really fun to watch. Like, dare I say, is she the number one girl in the group? Like (laughs) (laughs) those are the vibes I'm getting because that makes me nervous. I know because she's new, but at the same time, I agree. Like she's being so authentic that you're right though, because Leah was doing that too. Listen, we don't not like Leah, but she's coming in a little strong, a little hot these past few weeks. Right. Like I, I don't dislike Leah. I have frustrations with certain things about this season. And I think that it, probably doesn't help that she was like so universally like adored last season. And that has to kind of mess with your mindset going into your second season that you're like, okay, like, I guess I'm that bitch. Like everybody told me I was like, yeah, you know, well, the thing is with this episode is that we leave off with the fight with her and Heather and then she does apologize right away, which again, this is my new thing. I'm yeah. on Bravo for they're just cutting right at the exact at the perfect time. So she did say she's like, I apologize for my outburst. She did end up going and and Heather was like, OK, like that's that's I will say I was relieved that that was the end of Leah versus Heather, because I kind of was scared that there was going to be another big blow up after the pageant. And that didn't end up happening. Pageant. It was using their words take it however you will um but yeah you know at the very beginning of the episode heather's calling 
or Leah's calling Heather a loser, saying she's a psycho. And then once they get in the van, everybody seems to kind of like chill for a second. And Leah clearly, I, Leah's in an interesting spot where I think because she's not drinking, she can kind of reel herself back in a little quicker. Right. Whereas like, if she was upset about her grandmother and she was drunk, the whole night probably oh. would have been a disaster. But because she's sober, she's having these tough reactions and like, you know, making these questionable choices. But then like, she in that moment can be like, oh, fuck, like I shouldn't have said that. And I'm sorry. And like, let's not. Well, yeah, well, hold on. So Ebony kind of <laughs> was the the at fault here because she was like, <laughs> hold on. um, Wait, so Heather, did you let's just clear this up? Like, did you say this? And Heather was like, no, I never said anyone is irresponsible. And Ebony was like, all right, that's my bad. Even when she like she's like, I messed up like I that was my bad. Like, I kind of like, yeah, heard that pot a little bit. I appreciate the back and forth between Heather and Ebony in this episode. Cause the next morning we see Heather apologize to Ebony for, you know, this microaggression of saying that she was articulate before. And Ebony, I think immediately is like, yeah, like I didn't think you meant it with right. bad intentions, but like, I've, like, thank you for understanding why it did come across that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's so nice to see when the women on these shows can actually like listen and learn and like try to do better with each other because then you have like other situations where it's like, huh, like in the preview for next week when Ramona's like, I don't want to be educated. And oh. it's like, at least pretend you give a shit. Like, come oh my on. God. No, we can't talk about next week just yet. <laughs> no, that, yeah, those, no. those, I always want to call them coming attractions, but those previews, <laughs> Like, oh, I haven't like heard that term in like so long, but maybe I miss it. Yeah, that looks really bad. Really, really bad. But hopefully let's blame it on the editors. I don't know. We can't okay, do that. So now. who based on these, um, I'll use the word talents lightly. Um, who would you have chosen as the winner of this pageant? OK, to be honest, I thought Ramona was going to win. Oh, I really did. I I, I thought Ramona had. Really did. <laughs> I, I appreciated Ramona's presentation. Like I thought she she did a good job of presenting her talent. I don't know if it is a talent, but she looked oh, no. very focused. Her push-up her push-up form looked... I couldn't stop laughing with her just smiling in the audience and lifting oh my weights. God. I was like, oh my, oh God. my God, this literally Ramona. looks like an infomercial. It literally I wanna know I wanna know how badly Victoria Deliceps had to be bribed to sit through this because you like, just think, you know, she didn't want to be there. Noelle was nowhere in sight. <laughs> Other than that, Heather, Heather's was horrible. Like I did that exact yeah. year in high school, but I her, think it was yeah, weird no. that Leah and Ebony were like joking about how she made that up. And it's like, mm, no, every cheer team like, in high school no, in America yeah. made that up. <laughs> They're like, I think she saw it on YouTube. Duh. Heather didn't just like make up a cheerleading cheer for this pageant show this pageant talent show like it's okay but her and then Luann you know Luann was good too because that like is a real talent I would also say in a in one of these pageants it was a real talent I don't know if Luann is talented at that talent but um I, I don't know I keep we keep saying pageant loosely I feel like everything they did this weekend at the beach last week was very much circus-esque like not well 
No, no, no. Well, I, I actually thought Ebony's spoken word performance was yeah. nice. Yeah. I Ramona, of course, wasn't a fan. Um, Can't you just have fun for one night? I'm like, like Ramona, just like shut your mouth for one night. Also, Come on. Yeah. How about that? How about that? But also people have different forms of fun. <laughs> Like and what is Sonia fun? was very committed to her mime performance. I liked that her the word she was miming was Mary Fuck Kill. That was fun. Um, but I think overall I didn't have a problem with Leah winning, even though Luann tells us that she rigged the pageant in Leah's favor. I did love the back-to-back confessional clips of Leah being like, and it wasn't even rigged. And then Luann's like, it was rigged. <laughs> it was. I mean, I thought Leah's talent was also pretty good, slash circusy, but I guess if that's the vibe they were all going, then that's fine and the fact that she even messed up and came back and nailed her talent so you know what i think that she did have a fair chance at winning but i agree i think that the confessionals was really funny but that was a nice thing luann did what did she call ahead and was like hey listen i'm gonna need miss downtown to win this this um contest she's having Uh, she's having a rough night (laughs) see the girl with the slit throat she she's gotta win um (laughs) so leah leaves that night, basically, she leaves overnight, and unfortunately, the women wake up to a text from her that her grandmother passed away in the middle of the night before she was able to get there. It's just super unfortunate. I feel bad. I mean, obviously, I would feel bad for anyone in that situation. It sucks because in hindsight, it's like, would Leah have decided not to go on the trip if she knew that that was going to be the case? Maybe. And it it just makes it seem like, ah, uh, like, was this was it really worth it for her to come? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was very sad. And I mean, even the next day when they got the text and Ramona was of course trying to figure out what to say, cause she's terrible with words. Um, they, they made it a point. Like even when all the ladies came out for breakfast, like it's a decision. It's obviously very personal, but some people have to choose. Would you, are you happier that you didn't see your loved one the, in the way that, in this instance, Leah's grandmother was, or do you want to remember her the way the last time you saw her? So it's like, you know, it's everyone's different, but it is very sad. The timing of this, like it she was, did go it's to interesting. see Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like fun little fun behind the scenes. I went to watch what happens live tonight for tonight's episode with Heather and uh, Ryan Serhant. And Heather said that if she was in Leah's position, she would not have come on the Hamptons trip which it's interesting to think about because, I mean, obviously Heather would have had more fun if Leah wasn't there, but it's weird to think about if Leah wasn't on that trip, Heather might have been like on this season more. Like we might have had a completely different trajectory. So it's it's weird to think about how much things could have changed if Leah didn't go on the trip. I also wonder, because Heather and Leah aren't in the greatest spot right now, if Heather said that as like a dig to Leah, which is really fucking shitty if she did. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, okay. So uh, I'll, I'll like talk about this. Watch what happens live taping. Of course the episode is on as this episode is released. So you can go watch all her answers yourself, but she was very diplomatic. I would say, and how she was talking about these situations. At one point, she got asked a question about Ramona, and she specifically was like, "Well, Ramona asked me never to talk about her again." So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, she really. I mean, clearly, we know how she feels about Leah, but she really wasn't trash talking her, and she, um, she said that she and Ebony 
had a really good talk this past weekend actually because there were some there were some comments on instagram um that heather had made last week that were a little questionable about how she was talking about the whole you know racial situation and she said that she and ebony talked and cleared things up and um it's nice it's nice because heather seems like one of those people where she came back because she thought that it might be like a really fun thing to do and it didn't turn out that way, but she doesn't seem like she's intent on being like bitter or messy about it. It's just like it happened. It is what it is. Yeah. It's just interesting that it's like, I can't with Heather right now. Does she want to be still involved or she want to have no part in the Bravo world? I think she was like, it was, I think it's one of those things where she was like, she was down to come back, but she also doesn't need to come back. So like, you know, I feel like it's almost similar to like a Garcelle type of situation where like if these ladies start treating Garcelle like shit, she's going to leave because it's like she better I not. don't need to put myself through this. I know. Like, I hope it doesn't happen. And she's having a great season this year. But like I could see a world in which if she felt like antagonized, she would yeah. just be like, fuck this. I don't need this show. Yeah, no, you're right. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Okay, so... Moving on, we have, oh God, I wasn't ready for this. Ramona is new venture because, you know, she has the 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 jewelry and the Pinot Grigio and this and that. And now she wants to be real estate broke. She wants to get her license. So she meets with none other than Michael Lorber. And I was like, hello, a million dollar list in New York season one. His father's a chairman of Douglas Element. And she's like, I'm connected. Boom. Like Ramona thinks she's just, you know, she's going to be selling multi-million dollar apartments tomorrow. And then she's like, I, and then if I want to get my license in Florida or Aspen and Michael Orber's like, that's a whole other situation. Like that's wait, like day. you gotta, <laughs> you gotta like doggy paddle before you're swimming, you know, a marathon or whatever. That was a <sighs> really bad, bad she analogy. Was, All right. I'm going to study. But, I'm going to study. I'm going to keep studying. Yeah. Ramona's one of those people where like, I believe that she could, do whatever she mm-hmm. puts her mind to yeah. because she's a very like stubborn person. Um, I don't know if I would want her to be my real estate broker, um, <laughs> but you know, I I like that Michael's telling her how um, you know it's 2020. She needs to learn the correct you know 
appropriate terminology for all these things. And I, I actually thought that was interesting. Cause like, I know um, like I've heard about how it's like, we don't say master bedroom anymore. You say like primary or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, it was interesting to hear some of those things. And of course, Ramona's like, well, you know, I'm unfiltered. I, you know me. And it's like, okay. I like that Ramona in her head, like unfiltered means to me, like, if someone asks whether you like their outfit, you say what you're thinking versus like the nice thing to say. Not like I say something problematic whenever I open my mouth. <laughs> but Ramona, you know, we know her. She's unfiltered. Yeah. And also, that you know me, I'm unfiltered. Yeah, but that doesn't make it okay. That's not like you're mm-hmm. using that as your too. That's not that's not okay. But you know what? Like, best it's in of my luck brain. to her. Yeah. Best of <laughs> luck to her. Um, I don't know where she stands with that right now. Yeah, I feel like she hasn't talked about it in a while. I would love to get an update. No, I really would because, like, I agree with you where Ramona can do. She, 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 listen, she's, I guess, good at what she does. Meanwhile, everything she listed is no longer in existence. So I don't really know if I would like trust her as like the best entrepreneur. But if you put your mind to it, you can do it. One funny thing from Watch What Happens Live they asked Ryan Serhant if he would rather go in on a co listing with Kelly Ben Simone or Ramona. And he said that he said that he believes Ramona could do well in real estate, especially because she has a lot of good contacts. Right. Um, but that at this point, he would choose Kelly because she uh, knows what she's doing more than Ramona. That's honestly, that's a great answer because Kelly, I guess, has been doing it longer. But I don't know. It's hard. But I, I agree. She was very confident. She's like, I can do I could do this. Like, if I'm good at it, why can't I make money at it? And I was like, honestly, put your money where your mouth is. I want to see you sell that apartment, Ramona Singer. I did. Exactly. Like, I, I want I don't want like a lot of Ramona real estate content, but I'd like <laughs> I'd like some like periodic updates of how it's going. Um, but I love in this episode, we get another scene boxing with Martin, a fan favorite from last season. Yeah. Sadly, Dinsdale is no, is no longer there, but we have Ebony and Sonia getting to go boxing this time. And I love that Martin is like trying to get Sonia to feel better about herself in the ring. I know. He's like, if I called you a stupid slut, that's how hard you're going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he has unconventional methods of training, but <laughs> I feel like he's like, one like one appearance away from having like his own spinoff, which I don't know if I could handle that, but I feel like it could happen. That would be awesome. I feel like he, it's just, his life is so cool. He has like one of these old school boxing gyms in New York city. Like that is just, I feel like you're right. They don't show that enough. Like I want to know what goes on there with Martin. And I also still want to go. You would watch the hell out of a Martin spinoff. I don't know if I, I would, but you would be so into that. Hell yeah. Hopefully I would even make an appearance. Who knows? Here we are again, oh manifesting God. new shows. On Bravo. You got to come back into the city so you can be like one of his clients. Will do. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also we have Ebony's election party, which is like so quaint, I would say. We're missing a few people. Just one, actually. <laughs> yeah, everybody shows up but Ramona. Just it's one. interesting because, yeah, so Ramona's out in the Hamptons. We hear that she's, you know allegedly nervous that there's going to be protests or riots or whatever in the city, which Leah points out that she would be fine. Even if there were, it is weird. Cause I, I was in the city during the election in New York. And I remember like, there were certain places that were like boarded up and stuff. Like people thought it was going to be 
more of a thing than it ended up being, I guess, possibly partially because Trump lost. But the like my favorite was that there was a Claire's like like Claire's jewelry on the Upper West Side that was like fully boarded up. And it's like, guard the earrings. Yeah, it's like guard those those no, piercing guns. Yeah, that's not going to be people's first choice, but it's OK. But I think then they said, no, it's not that she was she was using that. It's that she doesn't want to be part of anything political. That was like yeah. the main problem. I don't know, but it seemed a, yeah. like a very just chill gathering. It wasn't like they were sitting there biting their nails, watching TV, arguing. They were it was just a, it was just a nice little cocktail party for the women to be together. Honestly, I felt like Ebony was the only one at the party that really was expressing outright political opinions, at least that we saw. You know, she, I mean, very obviously was like Team Kamala and was, you know, excited about the Democrats winning. But like the tone of the party was not like we're having a Democrat victory party. And so it's, (laughs) it's, it sucks that Ramona is so like, I feel like she's she's wrapped up in this idea of like cancel culture or whatever that she feels like if she if people fought like if she expresses her opinions, then people are going to like judge her for that. And it's like, okay, like maybe I am. But also, like, I know who you voted for, even if you didn't go to this party, you know, right. Right. And also even Luann kept like, I don't know if you noticed this, but she kept being like. So we're not going to know the winner until like tomorrow. Right. Like, we're not going (laughs) to we're not going to know. We're just we're not going to have to. I feel like Luann and Sonia were probably relieved about that because they didn't have to decide like how excited or like how happy to look. <laughs> Cause you know, if you remember that reunion where none of them wanted to answer who they voted for in 2016. And it's funny cause Luann has like donated to Democrats. And so I'm pretty sure she probably voted for Biden, but maybe whatever it's, it's a whole thing. But the big like drama that comes out of this party is with Ramona, who's not even there. And they bring up that she has been posting these Instagrams with her new her new friends, Bershawn and Ebony, who both just happen to be Black women. And clearly most of the group, Ebony has not really noticed this, but everyone else in the group feels like it's a little bit not a coincidence that Ramona is flaunting her new friendships with these Black women. And I think it's interesting that Sonia and Luann are so quick to agree that this is what they think is happening because like, I think they could easily be kind of lumped in the same category with Ramona of like, Oh, these like old women who, you know, maybe aren't that woke or whatever, but clearly Sonia is very fired up about this. Well, it was, that was also another funny confessional when they showed all of them being like, well, yep, that seems to be true. Like when yeah. literally Leah, Sonia and Luann were all like, oh, but even Ebony was like, oh, that's kind of upsetting. You know, like I thought we were like, and Leah was like, you know who she doesn't have a picture of her Instagram with me. And she's like, and I ding, was ding, a new ding. friend, but it's crazy because if anyone were to do that, I shouldn't say anyone, it would be, you know, you wouldn't even think twice, but because Ramona's shown behavior and activity one after the other and just says stupid shit. Yeah. It is a little like sus as the kids say these days. Yeah. And the thing is like Ramona just in a situation like this, hasn't done anything to earn herself the benefit of the doubt that it's like, you know, even we see at that last morning in the Hamptons when Heather starts to make a really, 
a really simple and nice apology to Ebony for something that was worth apologizing for. Ramona immediately is like, don't start preaching. And it's like, first of all, she wasn't. That was apologizing to someone is not preaching. And also it's like, you could stand to listen to this conversation. Like out of all the people, it might benefit you. You might learn something, but she doesn't want to learn something. Right. And what's the common denominator here? If it's not about Ramona or if she's not the one talking or if she's not the one hosting, she doesn't want to listen. Listen, she doesn't change. This woman is not changing. Like that's it. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. Cause yeah, but I'm oh already gosh. nervous. Oh god. But Sonia, we see Sonia at the while this is all happening at this party saying discussing Ramona, like Sonia's getting tipsy. And all of a sudden again, it's happening quicker than we even saw. Like when did she even drink all this? No. But Ebony was like, she can take us, she can have literally like a half a glass and she'll be really drunk. But she was saying, I love Ramona. She's like family, but she is the master manipulator. She's manipulated me for years. And it's almost, I almost want to be like, well, what's your point? What do you, what, what's, what are you trying to like say here? You know, like, are you just like letting the I other know, like, women what's know? The deeper, yeah, exactly. What's the deeper meaning of that? Uh, well, we'll see what's going to happen next week. I don't even know. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk about this Below Deck Sailing finale quickly because, to be honest, not that much happened. Well, yeah. This has been a great season. This season has been so good. And then all of a sudden the finale is like, huh? What happened? I feel like I feel like they just however this season was like structured because this last charter was only 24 hours it was like they kind of like yeah. got to the end of the storylines before the last episode. Yeah. Because you know, we kind of saw Gary and Allie make up last week and start kissing again and then for the rest of this episode they're just kind of going on that same pace. Except for the fact that there's a little bump when Daisy tells Allie that last week Gary had made some comment about wanting to get with Sydney to get her attention. 
And I mean, it's just like so messy. And I feel like we've been through like eight different versions of the same thing already this season. And clearly at this point, like Gary and Allie like each other a little too much to actually let that get in the way because Allie's mad for like an hour and then we see them already back together again. Right. Well, and the root of that is that Gary told Colin and Colin regretted immediately, like opening his mouth and saying something. But I have said this from the beginning, even after we interviewed Daisy, I can never tell with her if she's just like being a good friend or being a shitster. I don't know what her intentions are yeah. ever. I feel like she just like has a heart. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it now. I feel like this whole season, I, she just has not her attitude is not my cup of tea. Like, I, I don't know. It's it's uh... see, I like I like Daisy a lot, but I think sometimes she is a little bit too. She thinks she's being like a better friend than she actually is that it's like, this was like kind of a throwaway comment that Gary made. Like, yeah, it wasn't the nicest thing to say, but like also like he and Allie are not like getting engaged. They're not like, she also uh, didn't need to tell her there at the fortress dinner on the last night. She had known already. (laughs) Like it was the timing. It was weird, but the dinner looked so cool. I mean, the dinner was cool. They had the end of the season, honestly, was really nice because Glenn clearly is like, loves this uh, whole crew so much. And they're like his children. And it's fun that like half of them are getting to stay on the boat. Honestly, I feel like we could have had another episode of this crossing that was happening. I know Um, they were there for like four days and just showed like home footage. But you know why, Dylan, we probably didn't is because the crew went home (laughs) and that like the camera crew. Oh, Totally, because when he asked them to stay on, all of a sudden they're now working for the boat, not for like Bravo, <laughs> Below Deck, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it was, it, it was, it seemed like it was going to be big drama that both Sydney and Allie got asked to stay along with Gary for the crossing. But we see in this home footage that actually they have a lot of time to talk things through and they're getting along a lot better. And in fact, Allie is now sick of Gary. And is friends with Sydney, which is funny. But Sydney, again, with her little smirk when they found out they were sharing rooms and she just like it shrugged and was like, yeah, whatever. But she was like, yeah, totally. We can share rooms. But um, I in my head, I was like, wait, what are they possibly doing on this boat for four days? Like. that's a lot of time to spend with people with no like extra guests or whatever. Like, right. Because if you think of like, okay, so all of a sudden Allie goes from waiting on guests all the time to, if you're just like the crew do, like, okay, you might have some like laundry to do or like cleaning stuff, but like, you're not like getting people drinks all day. Right. It's probably very chill and they can eat and drink everything that's left on the boat. I'm assuming that's what I would do. Ooh. I wonder I wonder if Natasha made any like fun fun meals for them. I don't know, but speaking of this last charter actually went over so smoothly and they just wanted to hang out with them and she made like the best food she's ever made like for these yachties. <laughs> they made such a big deal out of like dreading these yachties coming on board and then they literally weren't rough on them at all. Yeah, because they're like, whatever, we're not paying for this and we just need to like, we're not going to be that rough on you. So, right. They didn't pay for it. They just had to go. No. Yeah. Yeah. The boat owner paid for it. Yeah. So it's Um, fine. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to see the reunion, though, because I do really want to know what happened with. um, What's her name? Danny and JL, because. (laughs) I don't even know what to expect. She looked at him dead in the face and was like, 
I love you. I'm telling you this sober. And I was like, no, I was like, don't do that. You did it drunk and that was bad enough. Don't do it sober. (laughs) That's terrible. My friend texted me and he was like, so do you think JL's the dad of the baby? And I'm like, I mean, yeah. like You do, Dylan? You do? I feel like I've asked this before. What else am I supposed to think? Like, the timing matches up. It doesn't seem like she was sleeping with anyone else. I don't oh know. My, I know. We really don't know, but we'll see. I okay. don't know if we'll ever find out. <laughs> it's time for the Grab the Skinny Pop moments of the day. Endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. And luckily, every kernel of Skinny Pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that we can eat it by the handful or even the bag full. Barry, tell me now. What's your Grab the Skinny Pop moment? Okay, my grab the skinny pop moment was at Ebony's party. Nothing to do with politics, but the damn dogs, okay? The damn dogs eating all of the food. And Angel, who clearly is not that much of an angel, is going and eating, and she is not disciplined. And let me tell you, that resonated with me because I hate when people's dogs do that that, and that no one tells them, like, get down, don't do that. Like, it just really irks me, like, so much. And I'm a dog person. I like dogs, but I just don't like that. So watching it, it was like, oh, my God, I was getting I was getting like so annoyed, especially because like Ebony's dog was then doing it, even though she was blaming it on Angel. She probably did it herself a little bit, too. But yeah, mine had to do with animals this week. So Dylan, what was your grab the skinny pop moment? My grab the skinny pop moment was at the uh, 1970 Miss New York pageant (laughs) um, when Ramona, everybody's getting outfitted with their sashes after they arrive. (laughs) And Ramona is adamant that her sash must not cover her cleavage. Um, Because as we all know, her breasts are one of her best features. And she wants to put her best breasts forward. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Ramona said the the word cleavage about 45 times in a minute. And it was a lot. Um, But, you know, that's like, that's like a classic Ramona moment where I was like, Yep, there she is. That's the Ramona we know and tolerate. <laughs> Hold off on love. No, and you know what? Her boobs do look good, so that's it. But- they do. Um, well, those are today's Grab the Skinny Pop <laughs> moments. You can grab Skinny Pop yourself at Retailers Nationwide or go to the Shop Now page on skinnypop.com. Thanks so much for listening. We have a really exciting episode on Thursday. We have some of our favorite podcast hosts guesting with us, Taylor and Alyssa from the Table Flipping Podcast. We're going to be talking all about the Erica Jane documentary. So if you want to hear about that, make sure to tune in on Thursday. It's a really fun convo and also some Beverly Hills chit chat. But in the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, follow this podcast wherever you listen and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Betches. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.